TPR. Hi everyone, this is Ali. Welcome to episode 107 of the TPR part. Today's episode is with the amazing, interesting, talented, decent Natasha Nurani. Uh, she's on the show and she's talking about her latest single, which is Choro, which if you haven't heard, you need to listen to. You need to watch because the video is amazing. We talk about that. We talk about her upcoming album, which is Ranak, what it sounds like. We talk about her research into Pakistan's music history and all the cool things she's found, how that affects her music. We also talk about the industry as it stands now, how things might not be as bad as they seem, how people maybe need to move past a lot of their hangups, and how Gen Z and how a lot of newer musicians aren't letting problems hold them back. Lots of stuff. If you're into Pakistani music, um, this is a must listen. Natasha is very informed. She's a great speaker. And there's a lot of knowledge in this episode. So without further ado, Natasha Nurani. Undisclosed location. Yeah. I love it. That sounds so much cooler. Yeah. <laughs> I have like zero cool points. Like I need and to learn. There's nothing like behind you. There's nothing celebrity. behind you that There's indicates. not an unnecessarily large picture of like painting of beers behind me. That you know, your house is uh, amazing. I mean, I love uh, it. Thank you so much. <laughs> so, yeah, congratulations, firstly, on the song. Uh, we love it. And uh, everyone loves it. Everyone who's heard it. If you haven't heard it, you have to go listen to it now. Stop, pause this, go listen, and then come back. Um, it is... Was I expect? Yeah, okay, you were posting about it. I didn't know it was coming. But then when you started telling people it was coming, I was like, oh, it's coming. How long has this song been in the works? Oh, man. Um, so I first performed Choro Live in the summer of 2019 in London. Mm. Um, so like it wasn't close to being released at that point because I like performing songs live a bit to assess the things I want to change and the things I want to do with it. Mm. Um, but I've been carrying it with me for about two years. The video we shot in April. Um, but, and the song was ready about Feb, but we've been like, everyone's been working on it for a while now. Oh, this April. That wasn't that long ago. Yeah, that was. And so we like the turnaround was like a month. The wow. team is like ridiculously good. Yeah. Especially like the video. I mean, the song is great and it's a very unique sound voice. We'll talk about that. But the video is like, oh, like it's super surreal, very unique. I found out because I am not in Pakistan and but I find out when like huge crazy stuff like this happens I'm like design I have to look it up it it was very were you involved or was that like fully from there the video no no so it was it was like a group effort as it always is with these things so like okay. Um, so I had come up with a bunch of concepts, which basically was me sending people like presentation PDFs um, <laughs> for a bit. Um, so I had I had this music video idea that I've been trying to shoot for six months, but I was busy with work and just like didn't have like a minute to kind of get through to it. Um, but like the rooms and the concepts, I think those like overall mota mota had been decided. Yeah. Um, then I reached out to AR. AR and I had previously worked on Trace. Mm-hmm. Um, so like I knew that I was comfortable co-directing with him because you know like that was a hard shoot to do as well um, you know like submerging myself in water and like all of that stuff like it was like intense but like super great to work with him and he kind of he really gets how to like handle me even though like he hasn't known me for very long mm. because I, I'm just like you know I wanted to in Choro I wanted to pick flowers out of the commode and smell them and eat the sofa he's like no and I was like fine um so uh i got ar and the rest of the team on bilal uh was on as a producer who's a part of ar's team and like a lot of what um black parrot studios and mosiki that entire crew was a part of this and so like when we were figuring out our director there was only one name that came up which was hashim Mm -hmm. um hashim and i met at this uh working both of us were working uh at with nuri maybe five six years ago i was interning and he was doing art direction for a set 
So we had met then, but, you know, like never really connected as much after that. So I reached out to him and then he uh, was just like, yes, obviously. And I was like, oh, my God, amazing. And so um, he came on and like whatever reference I gave him, he just kind of went above and beyond that. And then like to have both Hashim Ali and then Aves Kohar on um, as a DOP and like the color grade, all the colors like that. That's also like such a beautiful combo of those two guys. Um, and Aves had also just done Farish Shafi's introduction. So he's like got his own game going, right? Mm. And he's also done like an Ali Sethi video previously as well. Um, so I literally managed to somehow score the dream team who just like sorted me out. And that was, that's I mean, like why it looks so grand. It looks amazing. Like, I, I don't think, do you, you're the more knowledgeable Pakistan music person than me. Do you think there's anything similar in terms of, surrealism or aesthetic or something in like the past 10 years no i mean I that's for you to say and for me to be like hmm, I don't yeah know. <laughs> no we're not you're not gonna say your video is the best i will say it is quite quite unique and so did they make like the mirrors and the stuff were they made for the so thing? we shot this at Evernew. so all four of the sets were separately constructed from scratch right so the walls were put up Hashim went and like found the tiles because I was like I want this exact color palette I got like a Pantone like card shade card out and I was like these are the colors and like even the clothes were like made according to like that palette and again like it's not like I have any like visual training whatsoever I've just like done a lot of like managing design work previously with like a lot of with LMM with a lot of the jobs I've worked at and um, so like it was all learning for me as well and they were all just like willing to take all of my kind of crazy ideas so everything was constructed the commode I didn't expect there to be a Muslim shower amazing um, yeah. yeah I mean like who would have thought and like just the level of detail that he went into was insane the dhaga room was insane how, you know, like, I don't even know how do you get in there it was actually not that hard to get in there it was not like it, I wouldn't go that deep into it. And so like, I just kind of had to duck between a few things and just, I got into it. Stand up, but, yeah, stand up, and then Hashim, right. like, uh, kind of like intertwine my hair with the thread. And then I was just standing there for 20 minutes. But uh, fun fact, which no one knows about is that was the shortest um, shoot for the video because I'm so unfit that keeping my arms like this for like 20 minutes meant that I was ready to pass out and I was like guys I can't do this and I went and I threw up what? and I was like yeah yeah I ran outside luckily like no set was harmed in the making of this film uh but um yeah like I need to join a gym it yeah, seems for arm string <laughs> interaction situations I mean these and music, how... I do my own stunts clearly so like yeah, it, it, yeah, yeah. It, so there's there's that point of respect but you know, <laughs> I really and and the song with Abdullah Siddiqui, like you wrote it, you sang it, you composed it, and you co-produced with yeah. Mr. Abdullah Siddiqui himself. Um, I saw yeah. you said somewhere, mm-hmm. I haven't heard the original. I don't know it's a video of the performance, but you said that it's very different from then. It's not super different to be like so. There was a first initial performance that I did in London. And so like this was the that version of the song had pretty much the same elements. Mm. It was just maybe like 15, 20 BPM slower. Um, and I was so bored performing it. <laughs> I was like, oh, my God. Right. And so like I had to change it. So like all, all of last year, just before the pandemic, it was like a good time for me because I got to perform like every weekend. And so like I really kind of like locked in that sound. Um, so like I most of like I think a lot of the elements that were in that original thing except sped up obviously um, were used in this and like mm-hmm. Abdullah just you know comes in and makes everything like he really gets into textures and he really makes everything sound huge mm-hmm. and also like just the way he's treated my voice at different parts like that's we just he's like fantastic and he's like no fuss um, we you know because it was corona like uh, we ended up like working together on the mix in like a park he brought right. his laptop and we were like sitting across each other with masks on and just right. like trying to hear what was happening and what to do but he was like amazing through it all right right okay and um are you happy with the reaction is that what nice. were you like no more <laughs> I mean, yes. Now I'm just like more also because like this is a huge investment, right? Like mm. I'm broke now, right. um, but I'm still like trying to like make sure that I can like now that I have the product, I need to like 
push it out being brand manager at Natasha Nurani I have yes. to like think according to that like yes. situation but it's like for me I'm just like okay like usually when I release a song I realize this is a problem with me as well I release a song I'll post about it for a few days and I'm like log tanga again they don't want to see these insta stories and these posts anymore at this point I'm like I will share every single bit of BTS content I have yeah yeah, yeah. get it hello yeah, I've been noticing that this. yes um and Are you going to do um, like the storyboards and stuff? Is that going to come out at some point? I mean, it's just going to like be a, like there, there are some nice storyboards that AR did. I can ask him if we're going to do that, but like, I mean, because the thing is you've done so much of this without a huge crew. Manaki, you have like a decade of like experience in the thing and you've done huge things like the LMM and you've done the ethnomusicology or something okay. But you did it like largely as a single person alone doing a lot of work. So I think if you put it out, people will be like, oh yeah, okay. Then I can also perhaps do this. Inspirational. Uh, I love it. I yeah. love it. No, I like usually what happens is, is like any, even this morning, somebody had voice noted me asking like, what the process was so like personally i'm just sending everybody i'm like this is what i made this is how much it costs this is what it is do this don't do this so like i'm just like informally doing all of that like i'm happy mm. to figure out a formal way to do it but i'm also at that point where i'm like i want to monetize on everything that i do yeah yeah like i'm i'm like like nearing 30 i need to start making money off If my art if zen bizada was here he would be holding like a patreon sign because exactly. he's <laughs> and he's by the way he like taka is so inspirational and a lot of like what's given me a push over the last year to like really maximize on all of this is just watching zen be so unabashed about like how he's like and it makes so much sense because for me a lot of like a lot of the last 10 15 years is a lot of musicians a lot of peers including myself like i had internalized this as well is that associating um like success would be associated with like just like grossness mm. right so like wanting to push yourself out or things not organically happening but yeah. it's just like okay no one's going to listen to me like again that whole thing about posting once um and then just assuming that it's going to be a big hit that doesn't happen to all of us we clearly yeah. i have not had that moment happen to me and i can't rely on that moment to happen to me i don't especially with this video i don't have like big money to like be throwing into it taake like sabke home screens pe aa raho har kahi so like whatever way i need to be able to do that and if that means having to throw more of myself out on you know instagram and twitter i'll do it that's fine as long as i am being authentic i'm okay this is it. yeah this is something that uh, we talked about with zen and luke also and it's yeah. it's very curious that your episodes are together um is tarah se like on the same day uh but pakistan mein ab like if you want to be a musician this is you have to do everything on your own without any like shame coming into it like there is no room for it because you know we did the episode with amar and it was all about the music industry is dead and i'm so sad mm-hmm. and everything mm-hmm. and then there's the episode with faraz anwar where he's like i've i've been in this for like 30 years and nothing's worked yeah. out and everyone you know i hate everyone um but like there's a point where you're like okay we don't have the record labels we don't have this we don't have that but like is so either you don't do anything and you just give up or yeah. you're you just jump into it like fucking i'll do my own merch and patreon and streaming and the tweets and the instagrams so yeah. i think it's it, that's just now pakistan ki ab reality jo hai music scene ki that this is yeah. what it is and um, i mean like to be honest like the conversation about the music industry is dead is i can remember that conversation happening since i learned how to read like theek hai kabhi zinda tha mujhe koi ye bhi bata de please Um, yeah. And like, so for me, a lot of like, there are a lot of facets to like how I've approached this in the past, like five, six years, especially um, in terms of like actually doing something. I think I have like so much respect for Zara and myself for like managing the LMM because it was just that it was a lot of people complaining and us just being like, okay, you can let's just do something which it's nice. It's not huge. Again, it's not going to be like. the biggest festival in terms of like numbers and this and that and like monetization sure. and all of that but like it's 
a meaningful space where you know every anyone who comes and says music is dead we can be like please the shrimp line right so like that's the the point of like a that's possible we did that as college students yeah. so nobody has an excuse yeah, really yeah. truly um yes it gets tiring it is very exhausting to constantly be doing this especially without like any kind of infrastructure or ecosystem which are words that everyone is talking about in terms of what the industry is or it has not been um it keeps evolving but the like and i've been very grumpy and like you know angry about this as well because you you do get exhausted and then people yeah. coming and saying if you do this then ye ho jayega agar ye bhi karo to wo bhi ho jayega then you do all of those things and it still doesn't work and you're like okay then what's the solution but what i love is that all of these like under 25 musicians coming up and taking everything by storm people mm-hmm. like manu people like hasan rahim um you know uh, artists like uh, amna riaz and mehak yum like again like even if they're not getting like like some of them are getting like mass following and like oh, yeah. they have people at their lyric, at their gigs who are singing along to every lyric and like honestly and young stunners oh my god amazing why because these guys are also not corporate back so wo wala argument is out theek hai these are the post corporate kids yeah. right yeah. and i love that because that that is like what is energizing me because i'm like oh my god it's possible you know we dreamed of this day and we can see it happen and the numbers are showing up and yeah. you know it's great to be able to see that and so having them as case studies is more than enough for everyone to just be like okay guys do this yeah the past like 2 3 years i think have really maybe 3 might be too much but at least the past 2 years because yeah. in pakistan i think there was a small like blip in the musharraf times when there was a chiag records or fire mm-hmm. records and all that mm-hmm. we might have something then it mm-hmm. went away and yeah. for like 20 years before that and 15 years after that people were still like kaash hamare paas record label hoti ho but nahi thi but now hmm. in the past like social media years five ish years and especially in the yeah. past two years yeah. so yeah. many people are on instagram tiktok especially um you know maybe our generation was still thinking of like kaash ye hota terms but oh yeah. maybe there's this Yeah, Hasan Rahim, Manu type people—they're like they're this is their time, and, and they're like fucking yeah, yeah, obviously it's here. They don't have those hangups that those people had, but um, but I do, I do think that I I will give credit to the people who have been struggling for the past like ten, fifteen years. Like if you're looking at like a band like Sekandar Kamandir, right? Like I am a huge SKM stan, right? Yeah, yeah. still need to make it so much bigger than they have and they've done everything right they've got the videos they've got yeah. the you know songs they've got the you know everything sorted they like wo jo wo ek generation of like lassan kids and like you know all of that that stormenity cup vibe all of them like they like these kids can run because they like walk yeah, yeah. right like yeah. including myself right like mm-hmm. if i had not seen those guys live and see them do what they were doing this that was a breath of fresh air they did a tour like right like they did a whole tour, tour. Yeah, yeah absolutely absolutely and that's like unheard of still that isn't and again not backed by like massive sponsors or anything of that nature so like i think that again timing technology yeah you know youtube bans nothing really making sense you know like there was a lot lot going on and and i agree with you in the last two years kafi kuch hua because early 2020 it just felt like there were too many gigs to choose from which was a first you know mm. like her weekend you're like kaun se gig pe jaye and it's really? like what a wonderful problem to have mm. you know um and 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 then of like on like obviously corona happened and everything kind of shut down and everyone's still revamping and trying to figure out what to do which is a bummer because we finally got to that like breaking point of like having live music back again if not like a whole you know industry sure um I, so that that was like a wonderful little space to exist so like it was a very hopeful time and it still is i really think that people even during the pandemic have carried on when i spoke to ye kashmir wale boys yeah. and uh, i was asking them what the situation is with like live music casino and they were like <laughs> they have this we have this term now band culture wapas aa raha um i don't know what that means but mm-hmm. like i think they meant like live music was happening yeah. again and people yeah. doing yeah. shows going to shows and way because you know when you leave um, you know those expat pakistanis that left like in the 80s and that's the pakistan they left i have yes. that same problem but with like 2010 where like okay. things were bad music wise and that's the pakistan in my mind all the time yeah, but yeah. you know but it clearly is getting better 
एंड इमोशनल हो रहा सोच के इस बारे में बट सो बट बिफोर दिस सॉन्ग बिफोर छोड़ो के मार बिफोर दिस ग्रेट स्टार्ट ट्वेंटी कोरोना वगैरह नॉट विद स्टैंडिंग I remember mainly. I remember the song with Talal, your video where you were underwater, and Vilo. Um, yes. These things. Is this is that the order also that these things happened in? Uh, it was Talal, uh, Trace underwater yeah. video, Vilo. Then I released a song with Abdullah. Uh, I was on uh, Abdullah Siddiqui's album that came out in December as well. Mm-hmm. So like that was just the tail end of December. Yeah, and also yeah. this official thing that we will talk about in like. you know chube we words later on but um the talal i think people really liked the talal song and you said somewhere that um that you felt that perhaps it's because people aren't used to listening to such type of music from you do you, is that do you think that's that's still true or is it just that it was a new song for people i said that on the tpr pod clip thing somewhere <laughs> <Yeah>. um <laughs> um i think again like so before that if you just like rewind more mm. um a little bit 2018 is when i released um munasib which was a very progressive rock kind of like um album and that is also you know a certain part of my musicality and i got to work with ali soheil on that and it was amazing um to just be able to like ha- finally have a body of work that i can like look at and feel proud of but even i knew for multiple reasons for the genre i had picked for the language i had picked for the way i had designed the release and everything that it wouldn't be like a mass appeal thing for me it was more about really as a musician kind of like getting over my fear of releasing songs um and like a lot of what had happened previously was just oh you know a lot of peers and like the angst in the industry getting to me and being like oh mm. my god i'm not like good enough and i need to like be able to count 12 by 6.5 <laughs> um and so yeah. i think that was that was an exercise for myself to just be like okay i do know what i'm doing thanks and i had gotten obviously busy with like i had done like a lot of music related work before that i was at coke studio as general manager i was doing lmm every year with zara and uh, like just messing around with like a lot of things that were adding to that and then doing my research simultaneously before my masters um and so i think uh, 2016 is when i released like my first single which is just like a small blip on soundcloud um so that kind of got me going towards that but um yeah i think because of munasib and then right after that people hearing me with talal on constant summer it was obviously drastically different yeah. um it was a more palatable in like obviously it was <clears throat> closer to pop closer to like you know just you know being something that people could listen to on loop or just not have to like think while they're listening to it and talal's also an excellent producer and he just you know made like a great beat that we you know worked on yeah um so i th- i think that it it was different and i really hope that everyone is confused every time i release music as to like why the sound is different because mm. even this current album like choro is the first single off of an album yeah um so th- i really am kind of designing this entire album to be like different like each each and every song should kind of showcase a certain part of whatever music sensibility i have amassed over the years as i keep saying in like every podcast i have the opportunity to i'm just constantly looking for segues i had a question yeah. written like how do you what do you think your sound is and you've like walked me right into that question so what so this is going to be an album i think saba saba bano malik you did an instagram live with her i think it live i did an 89 live yeah 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 sorry all my information is sort of correct <laughs> so i love it you're close enough it's really <laughs> um so usme i think she mentioned that there was a the album name did she put that out there yes yeah yeah so the album name has been out for a while it's ronak ronak um yeah. so is this the sound is is there a sound of the album do you is that something you should want or do want I mean it's it, like I'm not constructing it necessarily I mean I am also like it's 50-50 um so 60% of the songs are done 50% I would say cuz I'd like to add some more over the course of the summer hmm. um and each song like I wrote in the past 
eight months, like started writing them in the past, you know, eight to 10 months. Um, and each, each song has a different sound while still staying within like a daira of a certain sound. So it's, it's there. Um, okay. But yeah, like every, every song has a different pace, has a different aspect of my voice. So if you've heard like a very kind of chilled out version of my voice in Choro, like it's not like not lots of high notes, not lots of like whatever in this. Um, then you'll find some songs there that do that. Um, one of the songs has like elements of khayal gaiki because I've been trying to like learn that over the past few years, but like, you know, just trying to experiment with that not being um, mm. too tropey um, sure. and, and getting that there. So uh, yeah, and a lot of my research is actually feeding into um, uh, feeding into the sounds as well. Um, so not just as approaching this as like a musician, but like also approaching this as like a Pakistani music historian and yeah. trying to like apply elements of my learnings there to this. So I'm, I would like to hope that the whole album ends up sounding like, I mean, it would suck if every song sounded the same, right? Like that's <laughs> sure, basically sure, yeah. for it to not all sound the same. Right. Um, I want people to be confused. I, okay. I would like confusion to be a reaction to mm. the to the album do you think um i mean i think i know the answer to this but do you think that your masters in ethnomusicology i think that was the thing um do you think that has how how fundamentally has that changed your uh like relationship with music has it so at been, all i'd been researching music like since my undergrad like properly in in that sense and just like getting started obviously it was like sure. uh, a little scrappy but we're, we're getting there um so my my main purpose of kind of wanting to engage with particularly music history so like i'm i'm trying to find spaces between 1947 to like 1990 like pockets of things that i can find and like speaking to multiple people for that um primarily because 1990 onwards i i can kind of figure out what yeah. was happening but also because i wanted to understand the blueprint of the ecosystem that mm. pakistan had as an industry so like that's the kind of technical what's, end of it what's the ecosystem like define that yani ke aapke venues kya hote the aapke um you know who were the main producers where would an artist go when they needed to release a song how was an artist scouted how was you know how was a song released what what did distribution look like um like lots of things right yeah. like who yeah, was yeah. making the videos what was the production quality blah 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 so like just kind of figuring out how that music reached you know audiences and the relationship between like the creators and the consumers and mm. so so that type of stuff but then also kind of digging deeper into the kind of music that existed right um so while we have like a standard version of like um of songs and artists that are constantly fed back into the system like everyone will know who Nazia Hassan is everyone will know who Nusrat is everyone will know um your classic you know um ghazal singers and semi classical singers Nayara Noor Tina Sani Musarat Nazir etc etc so like these are still in circulation there's so much that is overlooked in that yeah. kind of narrative yeah, yeah, and yeah. so that's what i wanted to dig deeper in i found you know people like suhail rana are very famous already and don't need that kind of um uh, they they don't need to be reiterated but what does need to be reiterated is that people like suhail rana a person like suhail uh, rana was doing something like children's show Uh, shows on PTV but then was also making really fun trippy electronic albums on the side and you know just messing around with synthesizers that they had gotten in the 60s and 70s and things that if you released today in Pakistan would just be like this is too western and too niche <laughs> right. you know so like for me that was also interesting i was like oh my god these guys are making weird music so how did they manage to get to a point where you know um they're internationally renowned and still remembered as like some of the you know founding fathers and mothers of, of mm. Pakistan's music um so a lot of a lot of digging has gone into that and kind of understanding what sounds i would bring into that so yeah. i would definitely think that my masters also gave me the confidence of being able to like research and write that like that in in itself is great because every time i've wanted to write about music like not from a journalistic standpoint 
um it's just been like why why are you doing this if you're right. in pakistan they'll just like you'll have to have a whole conversation yeah who are you so just being in this yeah and also not even just like who are you but what is the point right um so to be in a space where it was like yes obviously you can do this ab aage baat karo i was like wow thank god somebody wants to take the conversation forward so i was i had a great cohort i had great instructors who kind of you know just these professors just really opened me up to a lot of other wor- like music from across the world um so it it was defo very helpful mm, mm. i would highly recommend everyone do a masters in something <laughs> they love if they can afford it yeah yes. yeah um i think that last bit is the key uh, problem yeah. for most more um, scholarships please yeah but it's great also that you know you were able to do something that is like from a relevant from a cultural point of view like mba ne kiya tumne you know that sort of not like nothing wrong with mbas i don't want the mba lobby to attack me if, <laughs> if there is such a thing but acha so constant summer came out then there was trace is trace yeah. part of the album no trace is a single trace is the in between between munasib and ronak okay okay but is ronak going to be so i don't know if what a full album means anymore but cuz like i was asking zen about this and like why did you do an album like you know they were like i'm going to start a single release kar diye and then we put them on mm. together with the last song yeah. is that yeah. going to be your approach as well and is no, that does- what I mean, like album निकालने की भी जरूरत नहीं है वो बस आई गेस आई कैन स्पीक फॉर माई सेल्फ लाइक दैट्सर अंडरस्टैंडिंग एंड नोइंग आई थिंक ऑल्सो फॉर मी पर्सनली जस्ट हेल्प्स टू कैप दैट कॉन्वर्सेशन राइट जस्ट concept that you need yeah. to do, like yeah, yeah, similar yeah. to how people do trilogies and movies mm. <laughs> um so like if you have if you have a concept you want to get across i think that's really the umbrella that gets you know that makes an album relevant so for me like it's more for me to understand ki yaar ye 10 12 gaane ye is umbrella mein is tarah aayenge kis tarah fit honge why is it called ronak but at the end of the day if i release if i release like 10 songs people are not probably not even going to listen to one so i will need to make sure that every song yeah. has like a visualizer as they call it Oof. and like uh, you know just uh, you know its own kind of space to be in yeah. and and this is this is true again like internationally as well i don't think like i think very but obviously more people are listening to albums especially for artists who previously had you know have been active for maybe 10 20 years as well so like you'd want to listen to an album like tool ki album nikli thi maine to pura hits kiya tha fir uska yeah, yeah. um so you know like so it it it's got its like value there as well but for for trying to break into mar- different markets it doesn't make sense to like have just audio or like just a body of work um it i don't think it works like that anymore yeah even i think john mayer's last thing was like he put out songs in like sets of four maybe mm-hmm. maybe three and he's mm-hmm. like that's as far as it goes i don't know if his his next thing is going to be like a full thing but this is also exactly what zen was also saying that uh, every song needs to have breathing space because it seems like no one's going to listen to like 10 songs start to yeah. finish yeah that's also sort of tying into how songs are getting shorter um so you can have like more repeat play time on streaming mm-hmm. services and how that technology is sort of driving tastes mm-hmm. nowadays think I guess we'll just talk about you then. Do you take things like this into consideration when composing no. a song? No. No. This this comes like a secondary thing. It's like which part of this works. Right. Um. Like I think one of the things with this album is that I've like I've gotten a lot of feedback. People are very happy to give you not like just feedback, but here are the list of things you are doing wrong with your life. Fix it. Okay. um in terms of like musically right they're okay. like ye bhi nahi hai tum log shayari nahi likh rahe tum log ye nahi kar rahe wo nahi kar rahe you know so like yeah, i mean like everyone's dad at this point <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. um um so and and obviously i'm i'm not i'm trying to write for like my age group i'm trying to write for my peers i'm With trying to write voice. for 
yeah with my voice but like and i'm happy to like work with poets and do all of that as well but that takes it to a different realm a different space and like that's something i'm looking into and working on um but i would like to keep a balance between that i would not like to keep myself set on you know uh one thing in in that space what was our question i completely blanked. do you take these things like duration whether or tiktok or no, no but i have taken sorry i have taken um the fact that it needs to be more palatable music and also language language is something that also occurred to me while i was like valet me thi and i was like main kyun goro ke zuban mein ga rahi hu kyun kar rahi hu ye main okay so not english basically ha not english like i'll keep doing english songs as well but i don't think i'd like to spend my energy and my resources in kind of pushing out the english stuff so like if constant summer type cheese ne come out that's great um and you Any know english like songs on this album no okay no okay. and you're um, not like aiming for i have to make something for the international market so therefore it has to be in english or that sort of thing everything is for the international market okay. all of it but they it's it, i mean like international bki like one of the places like internationally the places i would like to tap into is the south asian and the middle eastern region right sure. so like once you once you get that like sorted i think that's for me more valuable than like uk us uk us bhi agar target karu to abhi main diaspora ko hi target karunga oh, yeah, yeah yeah but also like, we have the example of uh, tesher who's on yeah. on tiktok like Absolutely. now it's like in spain in latin america and he also does not know what is happening tesher if you see this please come on our show um <laughs> but, <laughs> why would he see this but khair um okay so then that's Oh, I don't have any further questions. No further questions at this point on the album. Okay. Um, so, <laughs> Vilo, how yeah. does that happen? You knew the uh, the band that used to be called Strings. Um, yes. It's still called Strings now, but that's the Prince joke. Um, and you, formerly known, artist formerly known as Prince. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you knew you had a relationship with them. Yeah. Um, but Vilo, के लिए were you aware that they would want you to be on the show how did that idea happen uh so it was just bilal on board um bilal and i had worked previously bilal maksud and i had previously worked on coke but in a uh what's it called in a managerial capacity through sure. through so it wasn't like i was like listen to my music guys um but uh and then eventually like over time i think he you know uh, heard some of my songs and then he got a sense of where i was at and so he was kind enough to like approach me for velo and like uh he wrote an entire song for me to sing and that not everyone gets bilal maksud to yeah. write and have yeah, yeah. an entire song for you so like that felt really nice and um so i i think just based on that before that i had, i was actually i am actually on the last strings album uh what is now the last strings album so i am on a song called hum dono and it's like a, I'm doing a duet slash backing vocal situation with Vessel Kabardia, which again dreams come true all around. Yeah. Um. So it. So I think that's where that kind of happened, and I was just doing dummy vocals, okay. um, for a bit because I was just hanging around the office, and I think that like then they eventually went with the dummy vocals, and I was like, this is great. Like, <laughs> sure, my dummy vocals work. I'm totally okay with this life. Yeah. Um. So I think that's where uh Bilal kind of like figured out that I you know had something, but like. um even with below like i i kept trying to be like can i change the lyrics can i do this can i bring my musicianship into it and so like yeah. like bilal really served as like a great mentor during that period because he was just he like he was just like look just trust in my process i have been doing this for a while and he's like it won't be cringe we will make sure that you are like sorted and you are happy with everything cuz i was like no i don't want to do this i don't want like <laughs> so i was also like kind of like going into myself and he sure. he really like talked me out of that space and and really kind of gave me that push to to really also like for me doing uh, velo and and baby baby was my experimental phase right? right because i went from doing monasip prog rock to like being like full like retro pop in that situation so i was like wow big suit so different yeah pink suit man i love yeah, it like it the was... the power shoulders and yeah, yeah power shoulders you get shoulder pads power suit power suit Yes. 
it was with Sir Atif, Atif yeah. Sir, and Umair Jaspal, which is like right. decent company to be in, to yeah. say the least. And it's not like people didn't give a shit. Because usually it'd be like, Atif ka gana sun liya. a lot of the comments I found like irritatingly at the time were like, when is Atif's song coming out? And came out like perhaps an hour after yours. But Man, like, no problem. Want... I would have been the same. Yeah. So no, no hate <laughs> to Adi's. Love you, Adi's. I am an Adi as well. Um, he, yeah, like I, I totally like that's like fine. I approve of it. No, uh, sure. But what I was saying was people still listen to. Yeah, your yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So like I was like very, very happy that like it, it wasn't just a oh, initial boost. Mil gaya, to isliye, you know, people heard it once. Like there's a playability to that song. And like kudos to like uh, yeah. Mehdi who, you know, produced it. Uh, Mehdi and uh, SN Pervez Mehdi and uh, Bilal Maksud for like making that happen. Uh, because that playability situation just like brought it back and also just the the way that they guided me to like use my but like again it was nice to be in a space where a producer was kind of telling you how to like jump out of your comfort zone and things like that um but yeah a lot of people like it's got like almost five million views on youtube that's like big numbers y'all like yeah, yeah. i don't know if i'm ever gonna get there again but do you like at least i have that i don't know if you know but if you know and perhaps are at liberty to say do you know if there's going to be more velos no like, idea Achha. okay yeah but last year then was a big year for yay branded music shows as well like there was velo and there was biscani and then there was kashmir oil something as well um i did not know that kashmir oil was a product but khair, unka bhi now you do tha. so now it worked. <laughs> it worked um and all very different they didn't try to copy coke studio obviously mm-hmm. coke studio has that like decade plus thing also where yeah. there's a coke studio sound and yeah change you know it's coke studio when you hear it but velo they consciously try to be different by especially by getting not mainstream artists like yourself and especially takatak and shamoon ismail is famous but he's still not like yeah. mainstream mainstream um and do you think that these will like last year there were three outside of Coke Studio do you think this is going to be like the future of Pakistani music on TV where these and could that also be good I mean the one thing I will say about corporate music is that like after spending many years like just assuming that that's what killed the industry or Mm. like by industry I mean like anything that's outside of the mainstream um I have now kind of come to the conclusion that as long as there is something alive and thriving in tandem with that, like running in parallel to that, uh, which is again, what's happening now, which is a lot of independent music being released and getting lots of traction and getting to like lots of people. um, I I don't think it's, it's the most terrible thing to have because right now you have to understand, yes, no record label. I don't see a record label coming up anytime soon. That'll have that like thing. Um, because model bhi badal chuka hai, record label ka ab, and a lot like bahut cheez hai. but TV channel bhi nahi aapke paas, right? And the the biggest medium to like while we can you know get a, a million views on YouTube, sure, um, it, that's still not translating to actual mass audiences, mm. right? That's still you know f- even five million views is a niche audience. I have learned this over the past six months. That's not like ob- like obviously statistically it's also a niche audience in Pakistan, yeah, but sure. um, but in that it's your reach is still uh, diminished. So while you don't like have dedicated TV channels and just by the way for musicians listening, um, if you do approach TV channels, they will either ask you for a lifetime exclusivity of your music video and your song, what? or they will just like not respond. So the, again, oh, I are, remember hearing this from the ARG TV days. That I mean, it still exists, right? Like, so nobody is really willing to pay. Like, no, like, are no, there channels no, where there's music in Pakistan? Like, there are. A couple I think of there's channels. either drama or news, but there's music channels also. Yeah, channel seventy one, seventy two, तक पहुँच जाओ तो वहाँ हैं दो तीन channels. You know, so like. Um, but again, like it's, there's no real way to even like approach them to get on it. That's a whole like whirlwind to get through. Um, and again, TV and TV that is watched again, mm. that's, that's really what will get you into like a larger audience. And so until then it's not, I don't think that there's any problem with corporate shows existing. The only thing is corporate shows should not be the only thing existing. Yeah. That is kind of like my 
stance on that situation at this point. And also because people put a lot of hope and faith in them, like they don't go studio, like oh, studio is going to save Pakistani music, and that's not what it's for. I mean, it's good yeah. that it's there, but that's not yeah. what their job is. And also, why... we need to really get over this narrative of music industry is dead. Pakistani <laughs> music needs saving. It is yeah. not a damsel in distress. Please, um, everyone needs to stop. Like, yes, we're all very bichara, but I think we all need to also suck it up and stop being bichara and kind of like really push on the powers that be to make sure that we're heard and again like all these kids are managing to do that yeah. um you know they're kind of really surpassing and superseding any kind of like mechanism that existed for us and just making it work for them so i wouldn't consider them bichara so if they're not feeling that bichara about themselves and i feel like it's because they've missed that narrative because uh, yeah. all the thousands yeah. was ke oh gigs band ho gaye oh ye ho gaya and yes i completely again i'm the first person to say bahut hand hue hain music industry ke sath and like community bhi nahi hai sab ek dusre se naraz rehte hain ab behtar ho gaya hai um you know like masle hain yes but like for me it's also really important that people from outside of the the musician crew also enters the industry right so like for me the reason why choro is super exciting is that these are all people from like the fashion world mm. and like fashion is thriving in pakistan like fa- fashion visuals um clothes wagera all of that drama is thriving so these two industries are thriving find that crossover like for me yo if anybody is looking for a singer for an ost i'm your girl yeah, right because if i can the, get into the yeah. yeah all of the drama peeps if if you know any like major tv channel they all watch this for no reason they all watch um, <laughs> this yeah yeah main bhejungi unko ye just this little snippet yeah, yeah. Uh, but again like i think we just need to like have more people also coming in because like you said a musician is not it's not fair to ask a musician to a make you an amazing product which is your song and your video or like your you know piece of art but then to also have to market it not everyone is can manage that mm. it's something that i like all of me and zen for example have had to learn over the years right yeah. it's not like it was in naturally to us 10 years ago um but there are people who are good at it so if there are people who for example dreamt of being in the music industry but feel like there's no in these just reach out to somebody if you are a photographer if you are a filmmaker yeah. if you are a makeup artist if you are this like istra the the kind of you need to intermingle the entertainment sector entirely to be able to build the music industry up just like historically when film does well the you music know, industry was, also does well yeah and film ka example is so relevant because i just said the same thing that you will hear in agle hafte ke episode ke when people look at a film like ha film mein kaun kar kaun kaam karta hai is the actors and there is the directors and that's mm. it but there's like 200 other people without yes. whom the film just doesn't exist Yeah. and perhaps more important because you can swap out an actor but you can't swap out yeah. like this whole crew section which is like Absolutely. holding the film up and it is this collaborative thing i feel like people aren't pushing it perhaps as much as it can be pushed especially in this youtube tiktok instagram creator sort of arena but there's like immense potential I mean, there and ye bhi masla hai ki kis tarah kare there are so few avenues for people to mingle other than like For, like i my strategy is following people that i think are amazing and then dming them if anything ever comes up or if i can afford to use their services or like whatever <laughs> it is right like and not every like even that makes me like be like oh i have to message somebody or you know like not everyone's comfortable doing sure. that there's no kind of like uh space where you can mingle you know whether physically or virtually where yeah. you can come across each other so you just really have to make friendships over social media which is both great but also taxing and difficult and like just breaking into these spaces um but i think i stay sta ho raha like i feel like a lot of uh, of, of the music videos that have come out in the past 6 7 months or the past year like people like abdullah kasumbi um and like the whole his whole crew that whole like karachi scene like they're yeah. doing some wild visual stuff yeah. man and like his production is also like amazing but like you know so they everyone's kind of getting in uh, karachi community radio is so so I've heard good. of this thing what is karachi community radio They're now you're so explaining good. this is now natasha explaining music things to ali uh, what no i, I saw it. this i've seen them idhar udhar but i don't know where it is so they're a collective um run by some very cool people in karachi where they basically are doing um audio visual kind of music related things so they're they're doing they're doing so much it's like very hard to explain as well i wish i, I like, like had manu, an elevator pitch i saw this manu like yes manu said CGI right so like so they're doing yeah so they're doing all of this like augmented reality stuff they're doing 
um they're a, getting artists on board who are you know obviously like underground but like really really deserved like the longa boiler room level boiler room hota hai pata nahi na bolte hain um so like wo wala like level of like stuff that they're doing they do like projection mapping and like very very cool things so like they've really got that like audio visual scene going on and everyone listening should go check them out um yeah. uh because and and they've like done a cute couple of projects like they keep doing like multiple projects as well right so they've done one which was infusing like a really i don't want to say fusion but it was um but in like the best way possible like okay. if that that is what that word should be used for at this point <laughs> um and so they're not just my point of saying that is they're not just covering like indie angrezi uh, western music but they're also really kind of digging deep into what is happening within folk music within like you know using local instruments and things like that and okay. getting artists on board they had uh, something to do with the APMC which is the All Pakistan Music Conference in Karachi which is classical and semi classical music so they you know like are working uh, for audio and video there as well so like they're doing some fantastic things really so is tarah ke jo collectives aate hain to aapka dil khush hota hai like yeah. you're just like yes more yeah. of this please so this reminds me of like the t2f scene before it stopped and like the monthly open mics and everything that's how i met a lot of people there just by going to the open mics so yeah, yeah. and cuz like hamare indie underground whatever musicians they don't expect any respect right so if you go up to them and say i like your music they're like holy shit <laughs> someone came up to me and said you like my music um and that's how a lot of uh, you know these friendships and connections came out but that's also like how historically like these things have grown like right? the phrase that we use to seen it like seen kya tha like yeah. what was the music scene right 90s rock and all the phrase back to like a scene which is like terribly shoddy college gigs that then evolve into like actual like mass appeal bands uh, yeah. and things like that um but you just need those like physical virtual spaces where people can interact i met such amazing people at t2f at um multiple spaces in lahore of a similar thing people end up meeting a lot of people at lmm so like the more of these spaces that we end up creating and realizing that a like in a post pandemic world hopefully yeah. we will have access to just having community spaces that also transcend like social class and status you know because it is like that's defense ke log yeah. saath mein chill kar rahe ho because because that is what unfortunately like class plays a huge role in how independent music and the sound of that is associated with it as well because it da- does take resources like i'm broke now with this not paying video. people a lot so you need to I'm have some level i'm not getting any money back yeah, yeah. you need to be able to take that hit which not everyone can and also like cultural capital has so much cultural and social capital sorry has so much to do with it is because it's not ke oh you're there because of sifarish but if you're in the right room with the right person like you know these Bro, things 100%. do help yeah, right? yeah like yeah. even again like outside of sifarish outside of pachi like it's not even like you can be very like merit based aapka hi dakhla hoga into that environment but it still really has a lot to do with with the kind of you know people you were able to interact with and yeah. i think that's something that no one's really figured out and it's not even just a pakistan thing this is no, like no. true everywhere yeah like, yeah you know would they say that regardless the, the the neighborhood that you grow up in sort of defines how successful you are in life and you don't yeah, choose absolutely. where you grow up and that's just absolutely. where you grew up in um yeah but acha we're getting towards the end of our uh, one hour thing so you know in this very small and chupe chupe alfazon mein main usse pooch leta hu the opening the anthem um that came for the thing uh yeah. <laughs> how was that as an experience for you as a person it it was great man like i i had an organization that like was really supportive of my crazy wacky ideas to be able to work with you know nasibo and young stunners and ima it was like phenomenal um they're fantastic artists and they just uh they just deserve the world and it was nice to see the response that you know was gotten Zulfi did an excellent job of like yeah. producing that as well uh i think it was i would call it an all around winner i think it was like especially because no one expected this to happen and or right, you might expect uh young stunners are ascendant and ima is very popular and zulfi is the busiest producer in pakistan it appears but then all of a sudden you toss in like nasibo and people are like oh shit what this is like unique 
and uh, i mean honestly props to like talal and like the whole team that was behind ag because like bringing nasibo into an environment that she's never been in like that's mm. that like all all credit goes to him um in terms of like that scouting aspect in that sense and that like mix match and to be able to like hear that hear her voice in in another capacity so like citation i will cite that source right back to <laughs> talal um because yeah i mean it's important also to like um it's it's a, like that for me was groundbreaking as well right to be able to listen to like ag and nasibo doing that with talal and um that's become iconic unto itself and uh, but yeah it's it's just good to see people get their due when they do mm. um so i think this was just like that way it was a great like cultural moment to just be witnessing and i don't know maybe it's because i know you but uh, when all this connection came in play was like okay that it makes sense that she did this like if someone else had pulled in like you know this movie past singer who you don't speak of in the same conversation as modern pop music and all of these you know i would perhaps have been very confused and surprised but there was this vibe amongst the people who know you i don't know if they've said this to you to like oh it makes sense that this is something that dasha would do um that means a lot thanks what is happening the rest of this year i mean <laughs> open ended question um i love but... it did has my have my parents sent you this question to ask like beta ka plan kya future ka kya plan hai yeah um yaar i think that it is there's a lot of work happening currently okay. um in terms of like just projects that are keeping me busy projects that i'm like learning from uh lots of vagueness in this answer for an open ended yeah, no, question I was but like, basically i am like super busy yeah. i promise uh but the <laughs> plan i think over the course of this year is to just like this energy around choro will hopefully drive me to be able to you know release lots lots more music this year and like lots more collaborations and i think i'm in a good headspace to be able to take this on a little more bravely than i would have uh, a few years ago or even a year ago to be honest so mm. i am just going to allow that to happen before i become one of the uncles of the industry uh, okay. so just biding my time i think you'll be one of the cooler that. uncles are there are there uh, what i love is when people tell me that there's something happening that they can't talk about do you have any yeah. of those no everything is open i've told you everything about the album <laughs> i am i i hope to make new friends along the way <laughs> that will be the most important thing in all the friendships yeah, that we've the friendships the exactly so <laughs> i i look forward to all of that and yeah like everything is just like kind of going at at light speed at this point is it light speed i forgotten word oh yeah yeah that's um, a speed um so that's a speed So I am just trying to keep up with that and just trying to make sure that I'm not missing opportunities and not feeling mm. bad if I do miss opportunities and mm. um lots of uh, just work on myself it's a little insular at this point which I don't think is a bad thing I think I can give myself some time to um to like create and like heal and work and do all the things one is supposed to do to live a healthy life um and go to the gym so i can do more music videos like this very important i think um, that's the most important perhaps yeah uh so yeah no secrets guys everything is there for you to see acha ji chale where can people find you where do you want people to go okay i got it okay. go to youtube first of all and subscribe right. okay because eventually i will use that to make cash money so do the youtube stuff yeah. but then to make your life easier i have a website my name yeah is natasha nurani so mm. just write www.natashanurani.com hopefully the spelling will be in like the title of this this will be in the description yeah just below oh the God, subscribe brand. button wherever it is here there <laughs> everywhere just yeah. like subs- just go to the website it'll have my whole life there for you to see um so you can find me there otherwise all major social media platforms just my name just type it and you'll find me um and if you are a real natasha fan uh then you must go to www.nashtas.com <laughs> because like bts has army 
Akif has Adi's, Natasha yeah. now has Nashtas. Yeah, yeah. You need you need a brand name for the supporters ready in case you hit like notoriety. In case. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm is... pretending like I've already hit it. So like huh. just acknowledge it's the only it. way to live. Take um, it till you make it. Advice from uh, an expert such as me. Uh, can you take that video of you dancing as a child in the train and you just put it up as like in the first thing someone sees on your website as like yeah. some sort of new GIF thing? I think that Done. would be very important. Bro, I'm like a pro. Yeah, ideas are chalte. But I love it. <laughs> Thanks for pitching. I'm just calling my team. Hello. Yeah. <laughs> thank you very much for coming. Um, thank you for having me. This has shall... been great fun. Yes, the second time. And I think this was less awkward than the first thing I made you do. Um, oh my god that was terrible yeah because <laughs> that, that wasn't an interview that was me like saying things but yeah. everyone should watch that as well yeah tbr 10 uh maybe we'll do another one this year with some or uh, some new people who will try and make us awkward tgg tbr pod ali abasi mohalapur uh, some links in the description check out dasha's and maybe some of ours as well and next week we have zen and luke from tagatak and who knows what's happening over there okay ji the office